Now, one of the ways of presenting the nativity story is by the nine lessons and carols that we've just done. Isn't that a wonderful way to refresh our memory of the nativity story? But imagine if social media was around when Joseph and Mary were expecting their child. How do you think they would have shared the news of their pregnancy and then the birth of Jesus? Well, this video clip we're going to show you at the moment imagines what that would be like. It's focusing on Joseph's Facebook page, though we do see Mary's and Elizabeth's as well. So here we go, a social media Christmas. Captured the moment, didn't it, from a, a sort of social media point of view. Isn't that special? Well, we're going to spend a bit of time exploring this and seeing what fresh insight a social media Christmas can give us as we lay it alongside God's word. Wasn't it fun, though, to see Joseph change his relationship status? And Caesar, he's on Facebook, didn't know that. He created a new event, happened to be a census that everyone in the empire had to attend. Joseph posted travel updates to their trip to Bethlehem. He then created an album to post his photos, and we saw Mary change her profile picture to include the baby Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Some very special things. Very creative, clever retelling of the nativity story. So what we to learn from this social media uh, Christmas? Well, first thing I want to highlight is the tenderness between Mary and Joseph. Wasn't that lovely? I mean, Joseph updated his relationship status. He typed, I'm pledged to marry someone special. And straight away, Mary, who's online, says, who might that be? Question mark, winking smile. And then... Joseph replies, oh, it's you, capital letters for emphasis. Better change your status, my love, replies Mary. And Joseph does. And later, after the birth, Joseph posts, Mary was amazing. Words can't describe this. And though fictional, these exchanges align with what we know of Mary and Joseph, their tenderness, love, and affection. That's the first thing that we are reminded of in the social media Christmas. The second thing is the support that both Mary and Elizabeth received because when Mary heard that Elizabeth was pregnant, now Elizabeth is Mary's older relative, sort of a auntie-niece type relationship. So when Mary heard her older relative was pregnant, she started an online prayer group. And then afterwards, Elizabeth, behinding that uh, Mary was now pregnant, sent a lot of supportive posts to her and invited Mary to come and stay so she could hide away for a time from the nasty gossips, the rumours and the tongues that were wagging. So we see this lovely support in the social media Christmas. But we also see the cost. It cost Mary and Joseph their social media friends struggled with Mary being pregnant out of wedlock and then her saying it was from the Holy Spirit, what we call the virgin birth. And so comments were unkind and Joseph was even unfriended. And it highlights the cost that Mary and Joseph endured for having a baby out of wedlock was one of great shame and scandal. And who'd ever believe Mary and Joseph's explanation? I mean, on a good day, a mild gossip would go something like this. Angels and a virgin with a child? It's ridiculous. Mary and Joseph are just trying to cover up having sex outside marriage. And so they would have, the cost 
of having Jesus born to Mary and Joseph was the gossip and the shaking of the heads and the spiteful words which should have lingered for years in that small town of Nazareth where they grew up. Memories linger long. And you know, though this doesn't say this in the Bible, I'm, I'm convinced that when Jesus was crucified on the cross, some of the people in his hometown said, See? He was born out of wedlock, and this is God's judgment on him. Jesus had the stigma of being born out of wedlock all his life. It cost. It cost Mary and Joseph a lot more than 23 friends. And though our Kiwi culture focuses on family, food, and gifts at Christmas, which was always good and wonderful for those who follow Jesus, Christmas is a time to reflect on what it cost our Lord. You see, Jesus was part of the Trinity since before the creation of time. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in perfect union. Respectful, honouring, loving union. Without need and with great delight. And he gave that up to be born in a rough wooden manger and then grow up to die on a rough wooden cross. And so Christmas costs costs those who follow Christ as well because something of the stigma of his coming rests on us and certainly the scandal of the cross is something Christians bear day by day. And so the social media Christmas reminds us of the cost of Christmas a lot more than 23 people unfriending Joseph. But with this cost comes great reward and social media Christmas reminds us of an amazing Gift that is given, a great reward, the greatest gift by any way that you measure greatness, and that gift is Jesus himself. He is the gift, the greatest gift that is given at Christmas. For on the night of Christ's birth, an angel proclaimed to the shepherds and describing the greatness of this gift. And we see this in Luke chapter 2, verse 10. The angel said, do not be afraid, I bring you Good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. And uh, we see that in Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 12. Today a saviour has been born to you. It's a gift to you. The greatest gift ever given. And from this passage, we see three areas where Jesus is the greatest gift. First of all, he's the greatest gift because he's our saviour. And for those in desperate need of being saved, this is a good and wonderful news. You see, the Bible is always bad news before it is good news. And the bad news is if we do nothing with Jesus, if we, even if we just tip our hat and say, we honour you or thank you, and then we ignore Jesus and don't do anything with him, then the Bible tells us that eternal death is the fate of everyone. It's the default setting. And so this is why the Bible upsets so many people, because before the good news, you have to understand the bad news. You see, if any one of us in this room was good enough to please God on our own, then Jesus would never have to have gone to the cross. If anyone ever born was good enough to please God, then Jesus would never have had to die that torturous death. And so the cross of Jesus, the horror and the death, 
shows us our desperate need and shows us the need for a saviour, which is why Jesus is the greatest gift ever given. The second reason in this passage that we're told that Jesus is the greatest gift because he is the Christ. Now, Christ is a title. It's a kingly title. It means anointed one. In the Greek, the word is Christ. In Hebrew, the word is Messiah. The two words are interchangeable. So Christ is the greatest gift because he is God's anointed one, the long-awaited Messiah, a gift for us at Christmas. And the third reason that Jesus is the greatest gift ever given is because he is Lord. He is Lord in such a way that one day every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth will bow its knee before Jesus. He is Lord that every tongue one day will acknowledge that this wee baby who came on the first Christmas is the Lord of the universe, the greatest of all time. And so this Christmas and every Christmas we have an invitation, an invitation first extended by the angels and has continued through the centuries to all who would listen. For this Christmas you can accept Christ as your Lord and Saviour, the greatest gift ever given. No matter what fabulous things you found on the Christmas tree this morning or go home and open later on today, nothing will be greater than the gift of Christ this Christmas. Now, there's a cost in following Jesus, but the reward is very great. And this invitation is available to each one of us. It is as close as your next heartbeat and as vast as all eternity. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for that creative retelling of the social media Christmas that so delightfully drew out those wonderful truths of the Nativity story. But most of all, we thank you for giving us Christ, the Saviour we desperately need, the Christ who came from you and Lord of the heaven and the earth. Help us, Lord. Make Jesus more real in our lives, we pray, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.